a Lifetime original podcast. I don't think I'm doing this right. Okay, let me try. I'll try to. I know. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. I wrote down, this is a married couple? He came by to give her her cell phone, which I guess is what we call penises now. I came out of the womb saying that. <laughs> I'm white now! I was totally out when the tongue work began. Have you ever been hungover at church? I mean, oh my God. <laughs> I'm finally gonna get to 10. I know. But think like after all those assholes, the guy that I'm supposed to be with is the guy that I already knew. Uh-huh, but maybe not the one you think. Megan Gailey, girl. Hi. We are doing episode three of I Love a Lifetime episode movie. Episode three. Ooh, wow, we made it. And today's movie is Love by the Tenth Date. Mm-hmm. Honey, I was triggered. Okay. okay, this movie is about four friends who work at a magazine. They're trying to reach their career goals, get their romance on. Our lead character is trying to make it to the elusive tenth date with a guy, which is a time at which there is love. I mean, you know any movie about dating triggers me. You know it does. What? Well, but okay, because it takes you back to a time you don't want to go to. Exactly. A dark time when I was out on these streets, Megan Gailey. Okay. I think dating is disgusting. It's painful. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. That I have to beat my face and find an outfit. It's wintertime, but I got to try to find a way to look cute, but try to be warm. I got to show up and listen to your stories. What if you're boring? Everyone's boring, Megan. Yeah. I miss dating. What? I like truly, like, I love going to dinner with a stranger. <laughs> it's even like a true loser. I'm like, oh my God, we both love the Civil War. You know, like I can just find common ground with any idiot on earth. Wow. And so... I know, I do. I miss it. So it was triggering for me, too, because I'm married and I can't go on dates anymore. Right. I mean, I could go on dates with my husband, but we're, we can't leave the house. <laughs> so I guess it was triggering for both of us. But in a, but it's a great film. Oh, my God. First of all, it's so good. I think partially, too, though, I was feeling triggered because this movie, honey, this was a black film. Our leads were Coco Queens, okay? We had yes. Megan Good as Gabrielle Fateful, what a name, who plays a graphic Gorgeous. designer at the magazine, right? Then we have Kelly Stewart as Nell, who is like the best friend you could ever have. Gorgeous as well. Then you've got (laughs) Carrie Hilson coming through as Billy, (sighs) who's like, she's like the beauty editor at the magazine. She's giving you like- so beautiful. She's giving just hair full, tousled. She's in an open relation. And then last but not least, last but not least, Kelly Rowland. Yes, that Kelly Rowland as Margot Scott. of Destiny's Child. End of, oh- that song. <laughs> I will say, you know, when Kelly initially started acting for me in the movie Freddy versus Jason, never forget, I was like, no, I won't allow it. I need us to stop doing that. There are plenty of just plain old actors who you can cast and not cast pop stars to be actors. However, Love by the Tenth Date, I was I was on Kel Kel's team. Oh, yeah. She's very talented. I think this is like a great part for her. Um, All of the people in this film are so nice to look at. Yes. Like, it really, like, I, 
sometimes movies are set places and it's like, well, these people don't live there. <laughs> and like these people just like do live in L.A. and work at ad agencies. Like that's what's so terrifying about living in L.A. Everybody is doing really fun, beautiful, bright, vibrant work and even like the office space. I was like, why didn't Naomi and I get to work there? Well, honey, like, you know, first of all, having been in Quar for over 300 days, you know, for yeah. me to just see these black women with laid hair, I was like, this is an attack. Okay, this is how Lifetime yeah. is telling me I need to get it together. And I said, honey, I can't do it. I don't know what to do, but these gals were giving us looks. Okay, now, first of all, you guys, you're hearing us talk about how gorgeous the movie is, how gorgeous these women are. First of all, if you have not seen it, you need to go to Lifetime Movie Club. I don't know what to tell you, okay? LifetimemovieClub.com. You can watch this motion picture. You can be where we're at with our jaws mm -hmm. dropped, agog, <laughs> gagging, as the kids say. The men are gorgeous, too. There's there's a lot of good things to look at. In Megan, black people are better. Of course, 100%. Why, Just like, why do you think I asked you to do this with me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my oh, you think I'm going to ask one of my white friends? No. <laughs> okay, y'all, we are about to get into it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, let, let's get into it. Like, okay, for moment one, I was feeling very seen because we basically, we start off with Gabby Again, Megan Good, a.k.a. Megan the Best, okay? Uh, and she's like, and her friend Nell is helping her put her weave in before a big date, which I was like, that is real. That is sisterhood. This is best friendship. And what you really need to learn to do is to get back to your roots. Go natural. I am natural. Did you feel like you were getting like a peek behind the curtain, like a black girl magic? Um... Well, I mean, I I have been able to peek behind the curtain and I feel very, very, very lucky to, you know, quote unquote, been invited to the cookout. Um, <laughs> but like, but but I'm not fully invited to the cookout. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I can like, I can do maybe the quarantine drive-by mm -hmm. of the, like drive-by and wave. Yeah. And so, and I want that for other white people too, to right. be able to, to step into the world. And so I was just like, this is good for white women to see. Yes. Like they need to know and they, because these are their friends. <laughs> and that's how this film felt too. It was like, Megan Good is your friend, yes. your most gorgeous friend you do not deserve. But now you need to be in her world and she doesn't need to be in your exactly. world. Exactly. Step into her world. It wasn't, it wasn't like explaining. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't this over explain, like it's like this is what we yeah. do here. I mean, this is interesting to know that you are invited to the cookout because I could have sworn I was your only black friend. And to know that I'm <laughs> no. not. Oh no. Wow. Wow. I've got to change <laughs> things. You did live in Chicago for a time, I guess. I guess yeah, that's part of it. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> but like we start off with like from moment one, we know Gabby is struggling with the men because basically mm -hmm. at first her motto was like have fun and get some. They're like, have fun, get some. And I'm like, yes. But then, Great motto. right? But then her mother is like, you can't keep a man. And then as she's trying to put a put out a weave fire, her date calls to say that she's supposed to see that night. He's like, I've gotten back with my girlfriend. 
Yeah. And it was like, yeah. Okay, you're struggling. You're struggling. When there's an active fire and a person answers the telephone, <laughs> you know, maybe there's a level of desperation <laughs> that isn't there for everyone else. Like, I was like, oh my God, what? she better put this out. This is, and she's just casually talking while fan. I mean, and we've seen it, we've seen hair on fire in white women films, yes. little women. Yeah. Um, and so it was exciting to see a modern take on that. <laughs> Hello? Hey, you. Hey, handsome. Yes, yes, absolutely. But it, but it was like, it's just interesting because it really did bring to life the phrase hot mess, you know, to have a weed fire. <laughs> and then it was like compounded because then it's like she falls asleep on the couch all sad and then wakes up late for work. And then her car yeah. won't start. She got to take the bus. She steals a seat from a pregnant woman who then throws yogurt on her. Yeah. And it's like, and then, because her hair is a mess, she had a headscarf and then she loses her headscarf. Like, it was literally just like this comedy of errors morning where I was like, there's no way to come back from this. There's no way to come back. I do love that they were willing, because like not giving up your seat for a pregnant woman is like a very bold choice for a character. <laughs> but I did like that they were like, oh, okay, they're going to actually let this woman be 360 yes. and, and have qualities that are perhaps unlikable mm -hmm. and not just be, because so many times in rom-coms, it's like, oh, she would have like given that seat up and then also delivered the baby. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, she's just like, I'm tired and I'm going to sit here. I know. And, and she got hers. Right. You know, she definitely got doused in, <laughs> In whatever. I know. I thought it was yogurt, Bannon. but maybe it was just like formula or breast milk. Who knows? <laughs> I think it was yogurt because it was kind of pink, right? It was, it was viscous. <laughs> it was a viscous fluid. <laughs> but So we see this gorgeous woman have to go through these things. Right. She enters her workplace late, frazzled, not looking her best. and Hair sticking up, Megan. Hair, don't say not looking. Yes. She got hair sticking straight up. Like yes. an alfalfa sprout, honey. Something about Mary. Yeah. Just something about Mary yes. hair, which is also exciting to see on a black woman. <laughs> and in walks, is his name Dante? There's Dante. So Dante coworker. Dante gets into the elevator and he really reads her. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Y'all listen to how Dante talks to Gabby after this harrowing morning. Come on, you got a subconscious belief that the right guy may never show up, so why waste your money on the salon, right? Huh. Soon the same theory gonna apply to your monthly wax. Okay, wow. Wow, wow, wow. These men, from the moment I was okay, these men are rude. So far, every man is rude. The one who breaks <laughs> my girlfriend's back, right. and then this dude, like, I'm, I'm like, you're a coworker. Nobody asked for your Dr. Laura, Dr. Phil moment. Yeah, about your bikini line. I know. I was like, nature bikini area. Yeah, of course. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, this this um, online magazine has, we're going to get into. They have a lot of HR complaints. Well, um, because because pretty much like as this is happening, Billy Carrie Hilson, hello, gorgeous songstress actress. Oh, wow. She's having an afternoon delight with her husband in her office. Thanks for bringing this. Any chance to see my beautiful wife? You hanging out with your friend later? Yeah. Still want to hit the strip club after? Definitely. I wrote down, this is a married couple? Like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm wrong. And then we find out. They're in an open marriage, okay? They're married, right. but it's open. And like, he, he came by to give her her cell phone, which I guess is what we call penises now. 
And then she's like, great, I'll see you at the strip club later. So immediately you're like, you're going to see him at the strip club. I was like, my first thought, Megan, was he owns a strip club. And they're just, she's going to meet him at his business. Place of work. His place of work. And so. No, that's where they go to unwind. That's how they connect as lovers. And then while that's happening, Margot, a.k.a. Kelly Rowland, is interviewing this rapper, Big Stunna. And he is giving you how Stella got her groove back, Jamaican realness, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his locks, he needs to get his locks done, honey, because he got like four fat locks. And I'm like, honey, you need to be twisting. You need to be separating them roots. Okay. See, I was attracted to Big Stunner. I really, I, Big Stunner, well, here's the thing. I had to Google if Big Stunner was a real rapper. <laughs> he is not. Because he just felt so authentic to me. He felt so yeah. like this man exists in the world. Right. He was not um, acting. He definitely felt like he was not acting to me. Right. Like, would you say his name is in real life? Black Shakespeare. Okay. And he's he <laughs> is being Black Shakespeare, I think, in this film. Right. And, and he is reading Kelly. Um, yes. And basically is like, I can tell that you haven't had sex in a while. Exactly. And he's like, it's been two years, hasn't it? And it's just like, again, this is now the third. Like, so first you got Dante reading Gabby in the elevator. And now this random rapper who's supposed to be doing an interview is like, you haven't had sex in two years, have you? And I'm just like, okay, what? This whole, they need an HR department. Because then immediately the editor-in-chief of the magazine, Nina Magazine, by the way, the editor-in-chief rolls up. Her name is Maureen. She is a white woman. She is giving you stiletto. She is giving you blonde hair. She is giving to you vaguely foreign accent. Uh-huh. I mean, was it British? Was it Australian? It's was she Brit- South African? Uh, oh, you know what? When I think I follow this woman on the internet um, <laughs> because her name sounded very, like when I saw her, I was like, oh, I know her. It's Kat Dealey. Okay. I love that. I love that you have a relationship with her outside, <laughs> of, the, outside of the television screen. So when was the last time you got laid? It's personal. That long. These are not questions you should ask in the workplace. Well, they were asked in this workplace this morning by a featured artist. And since you didn't answer, he's gone. No, that's not the response. The response is not, (laughs) well, he made a point. Like, (laughs) you have to tell him. What is your problem? You need to tell him. But it's amazing how quickly we establish the one Caucasian is a white devil. Do you know what I mean? Like, literally, she's only been on screen for two minutes and she's like tell the stranger when you last had sex yeah blonde thin devilish (laughs) i was like okay wow 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 so (laughs) then that night the gals go to the gals go to drinks you know and they're on like a rooftop it looks so fun do you remember do you remember that to me is like it's what I thought of when I thought of L.A. before moving here. That idea of, like, we're all on rooftops. We're all gorgeous. Yeah. Every, it's like, you know, you can you can be outside all the time and just be like, I'm hip. I'm cool. Yeah. You know, and it just really took me back. I miss a happy hour, like, more than anything. On Like, just going out right after work, getting apps. <laughs> they, I think I think they even said they were like $3 martinis. It was like some like crazy oh deal. God. And <laughs> Carrie Hilson's like, no, I'm going to have water. I'm going to the strip club. I'm like, no, you need a, you got to have a drink before you get to the strip club. <laughs> they, it just looked like, they felt like real friends. And I truly yeah. was like, oh, I wish I could be at the table next to them. 
I know. I mean, it was just funny because, like, that's when Billy says she's in an open relationship. You know, her and her husband regularly go to the strip club. And I was like, I'm going to tell you right now. I would never be in an open marriage, an open relationship. Will not do it. Don't even understand. Mm -hmm. Megan, you're married, so it's all very hypothetical. But just tell me. Hypothetical me says, yes, I would. Um, But here's, here's, like, this is the issue, and, and this issue will come up at some point. It's like, there do have to be clearly defined rules um, uh-huh. of, mm-hmm. like, this couple we go on to learn, they they will sleep, they have, they, it can't be someone they know. You know, it has right. to be, like, a stranger that the other person does not know. And, right. and this is the most important part, and this is almost never part of the equation, <laughs> both partners have to want to be in the open relationship equally. If it's Absolutely. one person saying I want to do it, Absolutely. then it's and and another person being like, okay, I guess I'll do it so I don't lose them. That that's just not gonna work. And I just feel yeah. like that's really like I would do it in a way that I'd be like, I don't know. Okay, I'll see. But I know my husband does not feel that way. He thinks people that <laughs> cheat should go to prison. So <laughs> like we can't do it then. <laughs> I love that though. I think the fact that. That's what he thinks. It's so nice to know that up top and to just be like, this is what's happening. I feel like if you so, if, if like somebody wanted to be in an open relationship, I would want them to tell me that like on date one. Meaning, don't wait for me to fall for you and then be in that situation where I'm like, well, yeah, I want yeah, them yeah, to yeah. be like, I, I want to keep them. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. I need to know up top so that way I can finish finish my free dinner and get out. Yes. You know, and say, thank you for letting me know. Goodbye. Yeah, because there, I mean, for it to be like someone you don't know and all these other things, it's like, that's really not that different than just like cheating and not telling the person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, business trips. That's what that is. Right. That's what, right. That's what the Delta Lounge is for. Um, <laughs> Delta. Okay. Lounge access. Yes. Yes. Okay, Megan. The, the highest. I, not class. me. Not me. Not me. I, I No, but I'm saying you, yes. should you live that lifestyle, you would be in a Delta Lounge kind of life. Yes, absolutely. Say, yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. When they opened those pods at the airport, I was like, I would buy one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. boy. But so like, so you've got, so, you know, you've got Margot. Who's over here who hasn't had sex in <laughs> She's celibate. <laughs> a very long time. She's celibate. We've got Billy in an open marriage. Mm-hmm. We've got Nell, who's down to clown. Just in general, that's her yeah, vibe. She's fun. And, but then Gabby, is, she says all guys she dates leave after three dates and she doesn't know how to make them stay. And it's like, this is where it becomes a little bit sci-fi. This is where you have to start suspending <laughs> disbelief. Because in right. what world are you not staying with Megan Good? Uh, in what world? Uh, yeah, I mean, a... Famous hottie. So famously attractive. So that is, I mean, I, I guess at this point in the film, her hair is still kind of like not what she wants it to be. Um, <laughs> and she is in like dirty coveralls. But even that, you're like, Leah, I still, that's that's my best day looking. Right? Um, Slash, that makes her approachable. So you know yes. what I mean? Because like she's so hot that if she's a little busted, you're like, I can get that. Yeah. So you do have to suspend disbelief. And then this is when. Nell is like, didn't you read Maureen, who is the devil white woman, her latest (laughs) column? Okay, women make a mistake when they think of the first few dates as an audition. And if they perform well, a man will cast them in the role of girlfriend and with any future luck, wife. For men, a relationship isn't real until the 10th date. 
when they've made enough of an investment that continuing the relationship is a conscious decision. Okay. I, uh, 10 dates is so many. Like, to, I don't even, I, I know that I've been on 10 dates with my husband. Right. But I don't, and like, <laughs> and we were long distance too. So like dates had like a much more significant marking in our relationship. And yeah. I have no idea what the difference between ours. Like at some point it's just like, Oh, I feel like after date five, that's like your boyfriend. That's interesting you say that, though, because like to me, 10 dates, if you only go out once a week, that's 10 weeks. But that to me is like too long for me to not know where we stand. If you take up yeah. 10 weeks in like the 52 I get in a year. Yeah. I'm going to need you to know your intentions by week four, in which case I would then speed it up to try to do like two dates a week with that person. Yeah. Right. So then it's like. A little over a month, and then we kind of know what's going on. Yes, because if you're seeing someone once a week for 10 weeks, they don't like you. You know, like, that's just <laughs> not that's not a normal yeah. schedule. Unless they, like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. live in the same place as you. But, Megan, how was that true? Like, but this was hard. Because, right, if you want to be somebody who's like, I want to take it slower, I want to have balance, do you really want to give up a lot of your weeknights or like just your nights for someone who you don't know yet? Well, like, maybe, yeah, I'm having a hard time because like I've never wanted to take it slow and I do not believe in balance. <laughs> so like that's why it's like mentally bumping for me. I'm like, you live with me now. Um, yeah. OK. 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 So this is a, this part is sci fi to me as well. <laughs> but it, uh, but that's just of my own issues. Well, the best part is, though, so they, 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 like, instantly decide, they're like, why don't you pitch this idea to Maureen, mm -hmm. the editor-in-chief, like, see if you can go on 10 days with somebody. And then Margot Kelly Rowland is like, well, we pay, like, 300 bucks to freelancers for a story. Not and enough. And then immediately. Not enough. <laughs> but, imme but immediately what I loved was Gabby goes, enough to get a new weave. <laughs> and I said, one black woman's story. You know, enough to get a new weave. And she's like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? She's like, I have to take the bus. And then Dante's like, I'm going to drive you. I'll drive you to work. That was nice. So to help you. Mm -hmm. And that's Im immediately when I was like, okay, okay, Dante, you're in love. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I, I knew once we met Dante in the elevator, I was like, I, I know who Dante is in this film. Really? Even I did not. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. For some reason, it did not. It did not click to me immediately. I was like, you're rude. And I was like, we're well, this is not like fifth grade where you're like mean to the girl you like. So I was like, mm. Well, I also have this thing where, like, every man I meet, if they don't hit on me, they're gay. And <laughs> so I can only imagine that's how Megan Good really is. Like, mine is uh -huh. based in, you know, uh, fantasy land. Megan Good, <laughs> if you're not into her, then you're not into women. It's, it's, yeah. So I'm like, of course he's into her. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. Spoiler. That's sorry. true. That's true. But no, I mean, spoiler. Hello, it's a rom-com. We all know. It all works out. Okay, but. so she pitches to Maureen, um, the blonde devil, that <laughs> she wants to do this. Maureen is just like, there's no way. <laughs> Maureen yeah, she's literally, she's like, she's like, like no oh. one's going to want to read you fail. Yeah. Like, she just assumes she's going to fail again sci-fi. Okay. Maureen is kind of on our page. She's like, that just like sounds like it'll take too long. Um, <laughs> and then they, they ramp it up to 10 dates in 60 days. And if she can accomplish that, she's going to get $5,000. And then my favorite, she immediately gives Gabby the corporate card so she can get her hair did. <laughs> now I'm back on Maureen's side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like at first I was like, you're the devil. But then I was like, now you're helping me get my hair did. Right. You're a queen. You know, I, I don't know if w white women should be commenting on the state of black women's hair, but it was, a <laughs> it was in a nice way. You know, she was yes. saying, I know this isn't your best. 
And then, I know. And then we see her go and get her hair done, and it's a beautiful wig. Oh, my God, I wanted it so bad. Like, that's, okay, okay, you know how, like, we have to be on a, in a Lifetime movie, uh-huh. right? What I took away, like, the first thing I was like, gotta get some new wigs. That's what I felt. I was like, this movie is teaching me that if I want to get there, I need to be coming through with, like, a natural lace front. Yeah. Just full on. Yeah. If I want to book it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I'm, I also love any makeover scene in a film. And even though it was like subtle, it was just like she got new hair and then the woman um did bully her into getting a bikini wax, which yes. is yes. what happens at salons. Like you will be doing something and then they're like mustache and it's like, uh, um, I guess I actually know. I just wanted some bangs. You haven't been maintaining up here. I'm sure you haven't been maintaining down there. <laughs> and so she does get her bikini done, bikini line, yeah. which is important. Which also further proves that Dante was right. And you're like, right. okay, wow. Right. He knows too much. <laughs> he knows too much. It's very upsetting. Um, so then, you know, the whole, like, I love that the whole office gets very invested immediately. Yeah. They, like, make a board a and put up a sign. <laughs> a poster board with, like, a little cutout of her. I was like, these are creative people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. And then at first, Nell says exactly what I would have said, which was, I think that you should date someone super desperate. Yeah. And then do the real tenth date after you get the money. Okay, no, no. First of all, karma. And second, I'm not doing this for the money. Thank you. That's how I would have approached it. Thank you. Yes. And then then she's like, no, I want to find love. And it's like, okay. But it's like, you know what'll keep you warm? $5,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you need a working car, girl. Yeah. Yeah. You better get that money. And then you can go on a vacation and actually Stella got your groove back. Well, speaking of, go ahead, speaking of Stella. Well, in walks my Prince Charming, big stunner. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Um, the 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 group of friends is like, you gotta call Margot, because at this point her job is on the line. And right, so she right. calls Big Stunna, leaves him a voicemail, and then accidentally forgets that she's still recording. Yes. And basically bears her soul and talks about how she has not had sex. Um, pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, just like the Margot and her celibacy. And it's like, look, if you're gonna be celibate, you have to stand in your truth. You cannot be so embarrassed. Right. But this is my like one of my other favorite things. Again, we're getting so many lines in this movie, so many slogans that I just think are just a new design for living, if you will. And it's basically Nell and Gabby were like, are like, we're gonna go to the club on Friday night. And then Billy says, she can't make it. Cause I have a three-way Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like literally will use that as an excuse to get out of anything. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like such a good way. Cause like who's really gonna ask for more? And you're just kind of like, all right, three-way, live your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But we see that three-way, and it does not go as planned. No. Who the fuck is this? Enzo. Who was Enzo? The third. Our third for tonight. I thought it was a girl. What kind of name is Enzo? Hey. This is a conversation that I think happens a lot, especially in couples that are, like, not in open relationships but do want to have like sexual experiences with someone outside of the marriage, but they want to do it together. And mm-hmm. it does seem like it most often gets pigeonholed into two women and the husband, like the wife, right. the guy and a woman they found 
um, on the internet or, you know, at a, yeah. at a yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. club. I don't know where I right. find them. Right. And so I <laughs> was excited club. that it, I was excited that it was going to be like a switch on that. And then I was like, oh, no, he's mad. <laughs> I know. Course. I know. It was I mean, but as soon as he was mad, I was like, you know what? No, no. I'm yeah. To this husband. That's you know how I felt. I would have been I like, would- OK, well, he's here so you can watch. <laughs> right. I'm like, it's like, he's come all this way. This is Los Angeles, honey. Yeah. I mean, he's had to find parking. He's made a commitment. We've right. got to at least put something together. Give him a meal, right. a drink, something for his trouble. In the meantime, Nell and Gabby are at a club um, or a bar. Duck club. Yeah. Duck club, It, it if felt you will. very much just like a bar. Um, and they are <laughs> drinking. And Nell makes eyes with a man across the bar who is so handsome, Tall so cute. and is doing incredible tongue work. Oh wait! Oh, oh that's it. Uh huh. Oh, wait a minute! Look at that tongue action. Ooh! Oh, he's getting nasty. I was totally out when the tongue work began. Um. Yeah. That's that is not my thing to see to see, <laughs> to see someone doing like. impressive tongue tricks immediately i'd be like oh i don't know if we're gonna be a match um but nell is into it he comes over he licks her hand tongues down her hand and it is like first of all so in this moment we recognize him for in the lifetime family this man was on unreal yeah he's like the producer friend yeah. Yes. And he's the real like, bitchy producer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it was exciting to see him. I couldn't place him at first, so I went to IMDb and then I was like, yes, thank you. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Nell is so into it. She ends up abandoning Gabby at the bar, leaves her. At- I wrote friend fail. We know Literally, that's she was not like, safe. I'm going home. We know that that is not safe. You cannot do that. Um, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. But Gabby's a, 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 a true gal's gal and was like you know go hook up with him <laughs> in the car <laughs> like i kind of always imagined that i would end up with a good man until mm. i saw you mm-hmm. let me ask you a question yeah, you can ask me a question um you do know that i'm a woman right Okay, okay, just imagine though, mm-hmm. you are in the car. You are, the mood is already set. You have done, you've exchanged tongue tricks across a bar. You know it's on. And so it's like, how else would Freddie bring it up, quite frankly? I thought he did very good. Oh, uh, no, I thought he did a great job. Um, and, <laughs> and it also seems like he, from what he's describing, is that he's usually with men. Exactly. Um, yes, yes, that yes. he finds Nell to be so beautiful. Right, right. Would this be, would, would, a, would a guy being bi be a deal breaker for you? In general, I think, one thing I think I realize about myself, I am too insecure to be with someone who is bisexual. Wow. Because in my head... The whole world is open. Now, exactly. I'm yeah. competing. Yeah. But that's my personal issue. It's not that I assume that because that person's bi that they're, like, gonna cheat or do whatever. It's more like I'm, like... I am way too insecure for that. Like, I cannot. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, and I, you say, I love a delicate man. You know what I mean? Like, I love... I love just like a gentle man who looks like he would never hit me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I love mm-hmm. softness. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Like if you're very like, 
masculine. I'm like, oh God, what what scene are we in? Mm. Who are you doing this for? Okay, All I right. don't like. Well, then it. I don't like you it. and I will never compete um, when we are divorced. No. <laughs> <laughs> Both in closed marriages. Um, okay, so next up we have um, Gabby starting on her date journey. And this is when we get a montage of bad dates. And I love oh, this we've all shit been there. in a movie. Um, just like, okay, so there's a guy who like brings another woman. Did you bring a date to our date? Oh, I had a little conflict in my schedule. He's out. Um, there's a minister <laughs> who takes her to a strip club and says that he does it because he's trying to like save women there. It's like, okay. I, no. I was like, okay. I was like, like literally, I was like, why are you sitting through this, Gabby? That yeah. like one really, where I was like, have self respect, girl. Yeah, you don't need this. <laughs> like you yeah. don't need this. Let's make it rain. Bless you. Bless you. Um, and then we start a guy who's like nice and shows her a dick pic. Well, the way he does it, he like starts off so sweet. And yeah. He's like, and he's like, I want to show you something. And then he just turns his phone and shows a picture of his member that is blurred because Lifetime is classy. And that's not even hard. I mean, I wrote in our notes, unblur it, please. Um. <laughs> well, well, how do you how do you feel about a dick chiller picture? No, I'm good. I know. I much prefer to give than receive. I, I actually sometimes uh-huh. am like, I don't really know if the male form is that much to look at. <laughs> oh my God, me too, Megan, me too. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's just, even my own husband, I'm like, I think he's so handsome and hunky and wonderful, but like a full nude photo of him? Yeah, no yeah, yeah. way. <laughs> well. Well, it's funny you say that because I lately, um, you know, I've begun identifying as sex negative. You know, mm. people love to talk about being sex positive. I'm sex negative. And that just means for me, meaning if you're having sex, if you're loving life, like I will hear your story. I'm here for the salaciousness. But me, myself, eh, eh too messy, too damp. Yeah. That's how I feel. And so when I'm thinking about like a nude frame, I, like, I'm, I don't like look at a nude body and just go, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like. Like, if someone's, like, really fit, I'm, like, jealous. You know what yeah, I mean? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, like, don't. So so the idea of, like, a dictular picture, I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And, and okay. you, you and I seem like real, like, personality gals. Like, that's what's going to get us. And it's, like, you can't really, like, take a photo of someone's personality. But, like, right. if I if I saw their, like, tweets, I'd be, like, cool. Like, oh, we like right. to say, like, that would be, like, more, like, my vibe. Right. So, but wait, can we, the last date, though, girl, this was one where I was, like, what is happening? The guy seems really sweet. He's cooked dinner at his house. And then he goes, he's, like, I have dessert. Or uh-huh. does he, like, I have a surprise and then he comes back with like a flambe like a cake yeah. right flambe but he's wearing a superhero costume Dun, da, da, da. wow yeah the key is just having just the right amount of alcohol i i was 100 fine with this <laughs> uh, like truly i was like oh this isn't a deal breaker at all like this what? is just i think it, look, his house looked nice he made dinner. He seemed kind. And he likes to put on superhero costumes. I'm like, that is so fine. That's whatever. Like, at that point, I was wow. like, now I, now I think she's being too picky. <laughs> I was, like, so stunned. Like, I literally laughed so loud when I saw it because it was just, like, the last thing I was expecting was, like, him to be in, like, a costume. And I just thought, 
no, no, no. This is why, you know, you, this is where you like have your phone. Like I'm always, I've always got it set to dial the nine and the one. You know what wow. I mean? It's already, nine and one is already up. So this is why you hover on that last one, honey. I think, because- uh, yeah, I, I thought he seemed fun. I was like, fine. <laughs> I was truly, my, I mean, my husband has a giant Thanos hand. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just more accepting on some fronts. <laughs> right. Well, you, well, it, which also explains why you love Big Stunna, who now calls, who calls Margot back. And listen to how he talks to this woman he has only met once in a professional capacity. Listen to this. Why has it been so long? And how long has it been exactly? A year. And? 11 months. <laughs> I knew it. I was right. Okay. I think this is why I'm into him. <laughs> what? I think this is like, I don't know. There's something about him that's really like grab you and push you up against a wall and kiss you. But it just feels like when a guy is like all about sex, I'm like, you're not serious. Like, mm-hmm. this is not courtship. This is not respect. But then again, maybe it's because I'm sex negative. I don't know. I, 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 I He is a rapper, too. And... I have never dated a rapper, but I don't know if they're notoriously wonderful <laughs> to women. You know, like, not, even, not that they're bad to women, but they're, I don't know if they're, like, monogamist. Like, if you, <laughs> just if you told your mom, like, I'm dating a rapper, they'd be like, oh, no, 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 honey. Like, that, it's not, like, she is walking down, like, She's walking into a rapper woods where it's like your <laughs> expectations have to be of what rappers do. Bitches and hoes. Right. And right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, like she calls him out on that in their first meeting. And he's like, I'm deeper than that. That's just like what I'm saying. It's like, OK, but like also you for sure love bitches and hoes. <laughs> I mean, who, who can blame me? I'm not even blaming you. Like every man. OK. Is anyone else listening just wanting to create a ringtone of Megan saying bitches and hoes? <laughs> just bitches and hoes. I gotta get on it. Lifetime, I need a ringtone. Custom ringtone. <sighs> in, the, in the meantime, Dante and um, Gabby, it, it's it's becoming pretty obvious at this point. He shows up early to pick her up. He has groceries with them for them to have breakfast. Like, mm-hmm. they are... Um, there was a scene earlier that we that we skipped over a little bit, but they were like rapping together. Like they for sure are it vibing. They're vibing. Yes, yes. And it was like the first time she was fun. Like because they were rapping, like, you can get with this. You know, like old school rap. And yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Gabby's fun. We see how she does. Oh, it. super fun. And then yeah, he like brings over breakfast and they're talking, and you know. I like that when he said him and his, he wants like, you know, he, the woman he wants, he's like, we, I want us to be like Martin and Gina. Yeah. And Gabby's like, that's my favorite TV couple. I know that was supposed to be a cute moment, but I don't really like Martin and Gina as a couple. Wow. Why? I love them as a couple. I love the program. Do okay. not get me wrong. Okay. Martin is hilarious. Yeah. One of the greatest shows of our time. I felt like he was always acting like a damn fool. And Gina was like, she had to be like a shrew who <gasps> constantly like made him get it together. Oh, my you know God. what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I'm having like a really tough epiphany because I have always thought that CJ and I are like Martin and Gina. <laughs> and, and what you are saying tracks 
so perfectly with my own frustrations with my Martin. Um, <laughs> where it is like, oh, why don't you just like let Gina doesn't want to be the snack. She wants she's fun and cool yes. too. It's kind of Mrs. Yes. Doubtfiery, where it's like she's fun, <laughs> she wants to have fun, but your ass is always, you know, bringing snow into the apartment, whatever <laughs> shit he's doing. And so she's got to clean up the mess. <gasps> Okay, 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 okay. All right, yeah. great. I'm yeah. listen. Clip this out. I'm gonna play it for my husband. Um, <laughs> but but they there's a playfulness to to their love, yes. and I, and yes. I do, and and maybe that's why Dante's like I love them because it is like the man getting to sort of do whatever he wants, whatever he wants, and like Dante is like ridiculous. I mean, remember <clears> the <throat> one time he picks her up in the morning, and there's like a woman's underwear in the passenger seat. Yeah. So you're like, all right, Dante. He picked her up one time, and there was a woman in the passenger. <laughs> I fully forgot. It's like Dante. We I would get be it. Furious. Furious. Um, okay. So but, the, the seed is planted. If you were not right. hip to Gabby and Dante at this point, you're for right. sure like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So the girls are out at drag dinner. I kept being like, where is this? I want to go. Me too. <laughs> I, just, I was like, they're having the best time. Yeah. Like, this movie just made me wish I had friends. I was, it was like, a lot. are they at El Campo? And they weren't. It was like an El Campo vibe. Sorry, that's very yeah. LA. Casita del Campo is like this, like, old school Mexican restaurant in LA that's like really big and they give you margaritas and giant glasses. And like in the basement, they also have drag shows. Yeah. Okay. So that's the vibe. That's the, the energy. The vibe is a dream and it's pink. Um, so they're <laughs> at a Casita del Campo tight place and they're seeing drag and Freddie comes in and Freddie knows everyone knows all the queens he knows the queens I mean Freddie is the most popular man at this gay bar but like this was when I liked him because what I loved is because I feel like when he came in he met all the friends and he was so good and complimentary of them like I was like I like a guy who you can just bring anywhere and he just like is having fun he's vibing like he Mm -hmm. knows how to kind of like work everybody and then he's so he's such good friends with the queens he manages he lets they let him okay think about this think about this drag queens spend hours beating their face and getting their look together they plan their performances to a T those drag shows are their time Mm -hmm. and yet they like freddie so much Mm -hmm. they let him come up and sing luther vandross to nell come Mm -hmm. on come on that's power freddie and it was really good like gabby was leaving and came back when she saw this was happening, she was like, oh, I got to stay for this. He does a great job. You could see the other girls at first. They're like, um, he's way more bi than we thought. But then they're like, OK, he's like fun. And we are vibing and having fun with him, too. Which was great because I felt like it was very progressive because I feel like you it don't was. talk a lot about male, like male homosexuality, bisexuality in the black community. No. Certainly not. You know, you don't see it a lot in pop culture. And it was so great that it wasn't like everybody having problems. No. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't Nell's friends being like, get out of there. He's gross. Yeah. You know, like it was, I loved how quickly everyone was on board. It was very LA to me. I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> LA, you know, listen, we fail on a lot of things. I feel like we succeed on this. Um, the next day, so Gabby, it, the reason she left and came back is because she's like, I have to go see the preacher tomorrow. I'm going to his right. church, which is like, why? Why are you circling why? back with him? But that's why? because these other dates have been so bad that she's like, I'll, 
you know, I'll go see this preacher who goes to the strip club to find souls to save. Um, <laughs> but she then ends up staying and gets wasted. Shots, 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 shots. And I don't, I can't do shots anymore. It then oh I'm, God, then I'm no. taken. That's a young girl's. Then game. I'm taken to a bad place. So Gabby is once we see her at church, she is sunglasses on, sweating. Have you ever been hungover at church? Yes. I mean, oh my. God. I mean, absolutely not. But the way she was, it was like, because of course it was like a black church where there's like a lot of music, it's really loud. And so it's like, I can just, I felt the head pounding. Can I get an amen? And when you open that check, that amount covers not only one month, not two months, but three, four, five, six, seven. But also, she came to church in a strapless with a strapless dress with her bosoms spilling over um i said girl you can't come to church in a strapless no 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 with the with those bosoms looking so high and good something um people that have not been to a black church may not know it's not one hour tell us megan it's not one hour like white christianity it's four <laughs> to seven i, I yeah, yeah, was yeah. at a black church for four hours and i had to leave and they <laughs> hadn't even you know uh, i had not eaten gotten a, to the sermon i had yeah, not they eaten even a wafer yet okay right. <laughs> so it's it's a full day event you can't just like tap in and go so right, right. the preacher wants to save her and which i thought was so rude first of all He's like, literally like, who wants to be saved? Some people come up and then he literally calls her and is like, I was hoping you would stand, Sister Gabrielle. Come up here and receive Jesus. Oh, uh, that's that's okay. We're, we're, we're already on speaking terms with them. You cannot force somebody to be saved. Okay, no. That's not how being saved works. No. That's just a fact. You cannot say, come be saved. That's saving. You got to want to be saved. Yeah. So again, he's already a pastor who's making it rain at the club, at the strip club, that you're like, okay, of course you would not even know how to save someone, right? So he saves her. She likes it too. Like, And, and maybe it's just because she feels <laughs> a moment of peace in her hangover. She falls backwards and her strapless dress goes up instead of down. Down would have been better. Goes up and yeah. she has no panties on. She has no panties. Again, you came to church strapless with no panties. You didn't want Jesus. Okay. You did not is, want Jesus. But this is, she doesn't want Jesus. She just wants to make it to the 10th date. But <laughs> right. this is the problem I have. She is down there, uh, bare as a chicken for the world to see. And <laughs> all of these parishioners stand up and start taking pictures and they pull videos. their phones out. I say that is not Christ like. Oh, let's go. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That is not okay. No, it is not. So Gabby runs out of there mortified, mortified, and then immediately starts getting blown up with people being like, did I just see your vagina in church? It went viral. Immediately, which felt very real. But also, Megan, I would like you to know that the church outside of which her world falls apart is on the corner of my oh, block. Wow. And I was like, okay, I know. And considering I've only lived in LA a few years, there's not too much that I recognize. So I was very excited yeah. to be like, oh my God. And then I was like, also, the movie like dropped in 2017. I'm sure they shot it in the same year. I was living there. Yeah. Okay. I was living there. So at some point, Megan Good and I 
were within a thousand feet of each other. Wow. wow there was a wow. point in this world. And I was like, where, where was I when they were looking for extras? Okay. They're only like 20 black people in LA. I know. So what, Especially why, in your why neighborhood. Why was I an extra? They couldn't, they should have just walked, knocked on your door and then knocked like, hello, we've heard you're the only black person in this neighborhood and we would like yes. for you to be in this church scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, save me preacher. I would have <laughs> gone all in. I would have started speaking in tongues. I would have made it happen. But, you know, Gabby wasn't loving it. And she's like all sad afterwards, which I understand. She's like at home and she's feeling bad. And then Dante comes over with Chinese food to make her feel better. Yummy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Whenever a man brings food, I am into it. This person is officially my forever. And in the movie, this is the second time Dante has brought food. So I'm like, marry him. He gets it. But it's like, obviously, she's got to go on her journey. And this marks a turning point, okay? Gabby is at her lowest, honey. She has fleshed her vagina to Jesus. And as with most men, Dante wants her even more. Listen to this. You good. Gab, Gab, don't. No, you. Hey, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. No, no, no. no. Good. My vagina was on the internet. Hey, hey, hey. Good. Good. And then he kisses her. What is it about a man kissing you at your lowest point that people think is romantic? I think they think you're right for the picking. Rude. I know. Rude. I know. I know. He, I mean. He could have kissed her what? the day she got her new wig, but he didn't. He, <laughs> he waited for, and I quote, her vagina to be viral. Um, exactly. So, but now, now it's set. Now all of the like little butterflies we were feeling watching them, we know, okay, mm-hmm. Dante likes her and this is the woman that he's been saying he likes, but isn't ready to pursue because he's not ready to settle down. Right. <sighs> well. But then this is like, again, I love Nell because immediately she gets, to, Gabby gets to work the next day, tells Nell what happened. Because basically Dante kisses her and is like, okay, I gotta go. I don't like She's that. like, cool. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely not. But then she tells Nell and Nell immediately is like, you're a bad kisser. Like Nell, this has, has an answer for everything. And then, so you're just like, okay, well, Dante left. And then a new man appears. Hi. Um, are you here for a job? Uh, here for you. And it is Chris, the guy who Gabby used to date, who 
got a restraining order against her? We could just say, well, if we're on Gabby's side, we could just say the guy who broke her heart. If we're on, okay. if we're Chris's uh-huh. friends, we would say the girl that Chris got a restraining order against. But, you know, it, <laughs> it depends on perspective. Um, so this right. is Chris. He is a former NFL player. This, yeah. I got so excited. I mean, to hear the Raiders referenced in a Lifetime movie, I almost <laughs> shot out of my bed. I said, are we going to see John Gruden? This is exciting. What position did he play? Like, how much money did he make? Can I Google him? I was so thrilled. And it seemed like he had, like, a real career. Not like one of these bachelor guys where they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, you were on four practice squads? Get this shit out of here. I've had sex with someone on a practice squad. Okay, I need starters or men that are coming in in the second quarter. That's important to me. And this is what Chris is serving. So I'm really, really excited. Chris is back in her life. You can tell, I mean, he, Chris is not going to come back to see someone unless it's, unless he has plans, you know, like, right, 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 he can be saying this friend stuff as much as he wants, but it's like your beard is too well manicured for you to just be popping by people's offices. Right. And like in a full suit. Cause it's like, babe, you're not a businessman. So it's like, you showed up in the suit with the very manicured beard i couldn't i don't like a manicured beard i want it to be shaped i don't want you to look unhoused Mm -hmm. but i would not i don't like it was like such a sharp line you guys watch the movie just watch it and then you will know we're talking about when it comes to chris's very sharp beard lines so then gabby basically is like oh now chris is back i'm gonna get to my 10 dates with chris we've got competition we've got some conflict we've got uh, we've got like options for her which a woman needs she needs options you know you've got bench players so she tells dante on the way home hey chris has come back into the picture and i'm gonna try and get to my 10 dates with him because she doesn't think Dante is serious about her. He kissed her because and then Because he said left. he's not serious. Right. Not only did he kiss her and leave, he's literally like, I like somebody, but I'm not ready to settle down. It's yeah. like, Gabby ain't no fool. She yes. gotta live her life and make her $5,000. And so Dante's feelings are hurt and basically he's like, you can ride the bus again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, savage. That was savagery. <laughs> to put someone back on a Los Angeles bus is... To just banish them to hell, quite frankly, <laughs> okay? It's not, it's not. This town does not have a good public transit system. But then, so Gabby goes to lunch with Chris, another location that I did know, Ostrich I Farm did Restaurant. Too. I did too. I've been there on some generals. I was like, wow. I was like, okay. And he says that basically he's not even trying to go on a date. He's like, I'm opening a lounge and I want to commission artwork from you. Because <sighs> Gabby is like, you know, her real dream is to be an artist, but she's working at the magazine. So it's like, you know, it's a very nice offer, quite frankly. Uh-huh. But then she's so like, you know, she thought it was going to be a date. And she just yeah. like runs out so embarrassed. Yeah. Also, she had written emotional condom 10 dates on her hand and then got it on her face. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of reasons to leave. A lot of reasons to exit, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. NFL players are always trying to open a lounge. <laughs> they really, <laughs> that, I mean, a lot of things in this movie track very, yeah. very well for me. Um, we do see Margot and Big Stunna at this point. They're at a closed, fancy restaurant where he told her to meet him. They seem to be connecting. We'll check back in with them, okay? Because it's not But I'm go really, back. I'm still not into Big Stunna. I don't care if you rent out a whole restaurant. For you and one person, okay? I'm not impressed by you. I'm gonna need you to stop. He's smug, okay? Big Stunner is just smug. And it's mm-hmm. like, and quite honestly, 
in re- he calls himself Black Shakespeare in real life, so I'm not surprised. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all smug, but well, I like anyway. Him. Um, he's my type. <laughs> so, um, Gabby gets back to the office. She is devastated. I think you know right. she's, she's like, like oh. he was going to be the one. Yeah, yeah, and so now I'm going to have to go back to Dante and see if I can get a ride and a kiss again. And then beautiful flowers show up, a gorgeous bouquet, gorgeous, and Gorge. she opens it. It's from Chris. She's excited, and it basically is like, I can't wait to have a friendship with you. And she flips out. Okay, okay. Oh, She, Lips. oh ah. my, it, it, it's what I imagine a beauty queen who got first runner up does when mm-hmm. they get the flowers <laughs> backstage. Like, yes. she's like, whack em, whack em. She's doing whack-a-mole with her yes. bouquet of irises. And But also, you remember, she's doing it in like the bullpen at work in front of yeah. all of her coworkers. This is not a private office meltdown, honey. This is open concept. Sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. I've had a really... Difficult week. My vagina was on the internet. Okay. First of all, yet another excuse I love. I've had a rough week. My vagina was on the internet. (laughs) Just use that how you will. Whenever someone's really coming down on you, just be like, I've had a rough week. My vagina was on the internet. And they'll back off. But then he also is kind of like, okay, yes, I do want to be romantic with you. But my sister died. But my sister died. Right. It was like, my sister died, but I want to be romantic. And so it's like, okay, Chris. Um, So he wants to take it slow. That's like what you were saying. Like, it is 10 dates in 10 weeks. Like, he's like, I want to, like, inch into it. Right, 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 right. But at the same time, it's like, this is someone he's already known and dated before. Don't hide the ball. Okay, I mean, but yes. You're an also, athlete. I don't think you're supposed to hide the ball in football. This are you is a woman he knows and dated before that he has a restraining order against. So maybe <laughs> it's not such a bad idea to tip his toe in the pool before he jumps in. Right, right. Okay, okay. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair. However, if I get a restraining order against you, I'm never calling you again. So this is on Chris again. All right. But needless to say, we see another montage, this time of good dates. If you if you have a montage of bad dates, you're going to have a montage of good dates. They are yes. at, what is that, this Echo Park, Silver Lake? Yeah, um, they're like, on, they're, they're on a pad, they're on a paddle boat, right? Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Where you like use your hands, to, I mean, use your feet, use your, your hands, feet. honey. I don't know how boats work. <laughs> <laughs> like You could also use your hands. But yeah, they're like, and then um, she's like, and while that's happening, she's like working on her art. You know, she's like, I'm inspired. I'm creating again. Then they, everyone goes to Chris's lounge opening. Yeah. And I just love it. The whole gang's there. Freddie's even rolled up to support Nell. And then Margo's like, I got to go to Big Stunna's party. And I'm like, okay, well, your friend is having, in essence, an art show. But okay, okay, okay. Go to Big Stunna. But you know how I feel. And then some rando dude comes over and hits on Freddie. And like, Freddie is literally like on With top of Nell. Nell. Yes. I know. He's like on her. And he's like rude as hell. Hey, uh, can I buy you a drink? Bitch, you don't see me standing right here? <laughs> you don't look like his type. Oh, she's exactly my type. Oh, okay. Well, I hope to see you again when you figure out who you really are. Have you ever met anyone that brazen? To go up to it, not only just, to, I mean, to hit on a stranger, you know, in front of a group, very brave, but also to then tell that person when, after that person rejects them, that that person is in denial about their sexual identity. Um, yes, I have met a person this brazen. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. I feel like I have seen almost this exact same interaction happen. <laughs> 
I mean, he was bitchier than most people do it, but I yeah. it, the, the message was clear. And then meanwhile, Margot goes to Big Stunner's party and he's just like making it rain on a stripper. And then, of course, because Margot's celibate and delicate, she might be sex negative like me, quite mm-hmm. honestly. She leaves. Mm-hmm. She leaves. Yeah. yeah. And, and then like the next day she's at work, he calls and she like, you know, ignores it. And he's like, in the room. Yeah. And he's like, we, you're ignoring me. Yeah, we can't let Big Stunna just back to people's offices. I don't think that that's okay. I, that's, I don't know. No. Um, you're right. I, I would have, I don't know. I kind of would have been fine with the stripper. Uh, but that's because I, it's yeah. like he is a rapper. Like, Bitches and hoes, Megan. Bitches and hoes. I always am like, listen, if you want to be with a stripper, you're not going to want to be with me. So it's like, if that's who he's with, then that's then he doesn't want me. But if that if he likes a stripper, he could. I don't. Whatever. We're. I'm just saying. Might be fine with it. (laughs) I'm really making a lot of. um, Basically, I want to be married to Big Stunna. I understand. But at this point. Gabby is so excited. She dances into the office. Her show has sold out. And it's all of her artwork. Yeah. At one point, she's like, nothing is selling. And then it sold out. So that did kind of, I was like, well, that's weird. Um, They're very, very excited. And Naomi, I think this is a great point. This scene does let the movie pass the Bechdel test. All right. Gabby is excited about something that's not a man. She is thriving in her career. Things are moving forward. And I said, wow. I said, okay, okay. Yeah. You're giving us a little something more. Love by the 10th date. Great. And so I feel like because she's feeling good after selling out the show, she like goes to Dante's door because he's a creative director at the magazine and is like, I hear we're opening a Chicago office. I want to be considered to work there. Can you pass my stuff to that creative director? And then Dante's like, I am that creative director. Uh I'm moving to Chicago. And he was frosty. Are you serious? Look, I know what happened between us was like kind of weird. But, um, you know, putting that aside. Because that's just so easy. I see, I see, I see. To me, it felt like he was like, I know you're good, but my heart is broken. (laughs) But like, maybe he would come around, you know? (laughs) Right, 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 right. Well, quite frankly, look, all these women are struggling because you got Billy's husband, you got Margot seeing a stripper, and then Nell goes and breaks up with Freddie because she's insecure and is worried that he really just wants to date men. (sighs) What? Yeah, I think the guy at the lounge opening really got in her head. And so I think what she is going through is what you expressed of like, oh my God, I've got to be worried about men and women. And there's going to be random dudes coming up being like, I know you're gay. So let me know when you realize you're, it's like, that's a lot of pressure. I hate seeing breakups when you like them in films. I know, when you wanted to work. When we were watching this, it's like, no, 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 no. He's good. Um, so And he loves her. He loves her. At this point, the only thing like going well is Gabby and Chris. Yeah, I mean, I will say the next part that made me feel re- like this is real friendship was when Gabby gives Nell a pep talk and she's like in a wig cap, you know, because like, Gabby's getting ready for her date. Uh-huh. So she's got her wig cap on and she's like giving Nell a pep talk. And I was like, this is sisterhood, honey. This is black women showing up for each other. Yeah. And I love to see it. So which one should I wear? Storm or Renisha? Oh, the the Bob, because that's innocent and that's ratchet at the same time. Um, but yeah. So we are on the verge <laughs> of the tenth date for Gabby and Chris. We yes. see Gabby at Chris's house. She has a new wig, bangs, short 
Bob. Cleopatra moment. Um, She's giving you a Cleopatra yes. moment. Really cute dress. They are watching a movie and she is like annoying him in a way that I annoy my husband all the time. Which is talking during films. the movie? Yeah. <laughs> talking like, during the movie? I don't know, trying to like feel some feel a vibe, you know, while we watch something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so <laughs> if there are our last couple that's doing good, let's take a listen to this. Gabby, when I contacted you, I just wanted to see if there was still something left between us. And we both know there is. I don't think it's enough to try to force this into a full-blown commitment. Why are you making commitment sound like a communicable disease? Because I'm just not ready for it. Okay, so now we're 0 for 4. Everybody's done. (laughs) Everybody's done, so. It's it's so interesting. Like, Chris really is, like, he's, you know what? He's humorless. He's, like, really kind of a dud to me as a person. Yeah, I don't like him. Like, he's not. I don't like him. Yeah, he's, like, so not. But. But I will say this, Gabby proceeds to like break dishes and tear apart feather pillows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's like, I'm like, you're a dub, but then he's like, calm. But then did you notice? So like, she's losing her mind. She's breaking shit. There is no. And he's calm. And then you see on the back, like on the side of his refrigerator is written grace always. Oh God. And I said, that's why he's calm. That's why he's calm. He's got grace always written. (laughs) Sir, you made fridge. a living tackling people. So <laughs> let's cut the shit a little bit. I do love, it was so funny when she was breaking everything. I just kept being like, God, that cake looks good. And then she came back to grab the cake. And I was like, now there is a relatable queen. <laughs> but that, but also the, my whole thing, I was like, did you bring the cake? Was the cake there? <laughs> like it wasn't in a box. It's not like it was from the no, store. It, it looked like someone baked a cake. cake. <laughs> it was in a glass it's display. A, it's a glass. She took the whole glass case. But like when I saw that meltdown, for some reason, the first thing I thought, I was like, I feel like Megan Gailey has done something like this. Well, I have not. Like no. thrown, like broken a glass, like no, really gone no, off. No, I, And to that, I say, I think there's men that that also thought of me when they saw that scene. <laughs> but I feel like I keep it pretty cool. What I will do is I, in my younger days, well, maybe even just right before my husband, I will get <laughs> drunk and send like 20 text messages. Like that okay. is, okay. that's going to be more my vibe. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to break but any you're glass. Not, yeah, you're not physical. I, yeah, but I'm okay. going to ruin your night via your phone, um, <laughs> which is fine. Whatever. Um, okay, so we're we're on the rocks now. We have no yeah. we have no North Star. Everyone is done. <laughs> Nell is sad. Um, and it, she realized almost as quickly as we realized that she made a mistake. And so we see her outside of Freddie's house. Well, his apartment. His he's apartment. in a complex. Okay, okay, his apartment. Okay, he's in a complex. Okay. She is blaring the Luther Vandross song. I love a black reimagining. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was a bla- it was a it was a gender reversed black say anything moment. She's and I loved it. She's, she's singing. She looks really cute standing outside of her car. Freddie comes out and he basically like scoffs and is just like this isn't enough or whatever. She gets right. in her car. She's defeated. She's sad. She turns to back out and Freddie's standing there. He's there. He's decided. He's decided. He took a moment in the apartment and he was like, what am I doing? This woman came here to my mid-century <laughs> broke down apartment complex in front of everybody and decided to sing to me. Get out of your own way, Freddie. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine. Mm-hmm. And he and he comes down and then they embrace. The love is back on. That's what the power of Luther, honey. That's yeah. the power of Luther. 
And then she jokes. She just goes, you should marry me. And then and Freddie goes, okay. Oh, <laughs> boy. Like, <laughs> no, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> no, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Well, we, okay did, we do we, not. Let's just get back together. That's, that <laughs> feels like a real, 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 real jump. It's been like, what, right? 60 days max, right? Because that's yeah. how long Gabby has to meet someone. So it's like, there's no way it's been more than 60 days. And I'm like, get married. And I was like, okay. And I couldn't decide. But, but here's the thing. Because I like Freddie so much, I really couldn't decide if it was romantic or crazy. I was like, is this cute? And do I love it? Or are uh, they unwell? I mean, it wasn't a proposal, but it then became one. So that's why I didn't love it. Okay. Well, I know you like the formalities. You like uh, you like um, a real show. I do. I like a show. I like a show. (laughs) I think Nell should have had to call Freddie's dad. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But they're engaged. And so now we're like, okay, now we're one for four. Um, Right. And and then Gabby's like, okay, let me pivot. Let me like work on my job. Let me work on my art. Yes. Right. Which is what you should do after a breakup. Pour yourself into your work and yourself. Yes. And then she also does what so many black women do in rom-coms, which is cut out their fake hair and go natural. That's like in everything. It's always just like cut out the weave and it's like, ooh, she's coming back. She's you know, that's a real part of the journey. Um, and so then she like sends it, she sends an email out that's like new version of mm-hmm. the magazine, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, she's got plans. She's making moves. And then she walks and then you see her in the, in the, elevator at work and she's giving you like black leather and lace kind yeah. of like a matrix meets cinemax like the energy you know yeah, with the short yeah. haircut and then the new look for the magazine that she pitched actually gets picked up so it's like okay yes you are on a roll and on top of that she gets a promotion and this is classic rom-com where like you piss someone off but it worked out and so now right. you get rewarded and you're like okay awesome right. cool i wish this would happen in real life but now she's got her work figured out and you're like okay she'll be fine i'm happy for right. her she has this and megan is so excited she goes to tell dante but his office is empty except for some wrapped artwork and she has this moment of epiphany so then when she goes to freddie and nell's engagement party and dante shows up Gabby approaches, and we discover that Dante is the one who bought all of her artwork. Hey. 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 Um, so you're the reason my show sold out. (laughs) Okay, he's the one. And Gabby is here, honey. We're using her backyard. She does own. She does not rent. She's giving us another strapless number. Mm -hmm. Megan Good showing up and showing out. Looks gorgeous. And you really get the, like, feeling now, oh, okay, well, then her and Dante will just, like, make it work. But he right. leaps. He, like, vanishes, yeah. basically. And then she leaves <laughs> her own party in true housewives fashion. Says, I have to, I, I'm sorry, I have to leave my own house, my own party I'm throwing for my yeah. friend. And then just starts wandering the streets. Wandering the streets so much so she takes her heels off at some point. We cannot be walking barefoot in the streets of L.A. There is poop Everywhere. Dog poop, human poop, 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 poop. (laughs) Well, honey, you said that poop. My first thought was, okay, we about to turn into a regular Lifetime movie with her ass getting murdered. What you doing (laughs) walking around at night by yourself in these empty streets, okay? The night stalker will come for you, girl. That's true. I said, oh, no, 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 we cannot have this hard turn. So she's (laughs) devastated and starts crying and then basically just 
goes home with her tail between her legs. And as she walks up her driveway, who is there but Dante? Oh my we God. We love to see it. Yes. We love to see it. They go inside, they're making out. They're having. They're like, yeah, they smoochy smooch, they make out. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, this love is real. I'm yeah. like, very happy. You know, I think Dante is so cute. And if he's ready to be in a relationship, I am ready to receive him, even though I think he's rude. But then the doorbell rings and Dante's like, he's like, okay, I'm going to go get a, get a beer. And then when Gabby goes to answer the door, okay, and this is huge, Megan. This is the final scene. This is the final scene of this film. She goes to answer the door. And on the other side of the door, we see Chris at the door with a ring box and holding a note that says 10, the number 10 question mark. Cut to black. What? Cut to black, y'all. Okay, what did you think yeah. when you saw that? I said, Lifetime gave us a cliffhanger. This better be a, mo- a, mo- a series. I was like- That's what, yeah. I was like, I need this a This better be a TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. I was like, wow. I was like, I can't believe they would do that to me. I can't believe they would turn that like that. It was like, whoo. I, I didn't, I, got, I was like so complete when they kissed. And yeah. then to have Chris show up in all of his manicured beardness mm-hmm. and boringness with the ring when he was saying, I don't know, Megan. Megan, I couldn't take it. Who? Couldn't okay, it. between Dante and Chris, who would you rather her be with? Dante. Mm, okay. You want it, Chris? Just because he plays football? No, no, because he's retired and I, sometimes that really messes with people. Um, I almost feel like <laughs> Dante is is better, but I, I honestly think that Gabby could scrap it and start from scratch. Wow. Okay. Okay. You want someone totally new? The whole crew is like. Well, because Dante's in Chicago. Is she gonna move to Chicago? Like, I just, I don't want him to give up his job. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Normally, you know, Megan, I feel like I love to ask who the real hero and the real villain is, but I'm gonna tell you right now, the real villain is Lifetime. All right, because they cut this movie off, and now I have so many thoughts and questions. So that's just a fact. And now I'm like, okay, where with this? Like, what? I want more. I'm now writing fanfic. For all these couples, like, where would you want the sequel to go? Like, what would you want? I mean, you said you wanted to be like a fresh start, a a totally new man. Well, that's what I want. I don't think that's what they would have. Like, I don't think that's what would happen. I almost think that like Gabby would move to Chicago Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then it wouldn't work or it would be too difficult to be away from her friends and the sunshine. And, you know, Chicago, there's always that scene where they're like, it's so cool. (laughs) And then she would come back to L.A. She would try and make it work with Chris, but like she's still missing Dante. And then like the whole first season is just like a will they, won't they with her and both of the guys. That's what I would, I would, I mean, that would carry me through. That's interesting because here for me, you know, I'm obsessed with Nell and Freddie. I ship them hard. Here's what I imagine. Okay. Um, Gabby and Dante, they're in Chicago working for the new magazine. Nell comes to Chicago to help the new editor in chief get started. Cause remember she was Maureen's assistant and she's like, I know how this needs to be run. So Nell comes over there and it is in her time apart from Freddie that things get a little rocky. Because you have to remember, they have gotten engaged after like four dates. So this was not on the most solid ground. And I think Nell gets to Chicago and is like, are there other men? (gasps) Am I moving too fast? You know, she has to really kind of have a, 
come to Jesus. Okay. And really make sure she knows what she wants. Okay, so you want the the next iteration to be more Freddie and Nell centered. <gasps> yes. I think that's yes. really interesting. Wow. This is why you make the big bucks. Well, I try to make I mean, girl, I'm making the medium bucks, <laughs> but that's where I'm trying to get to the big <laughs> because here's here's it. Here's here's it, right? Here's it, Megan. Now, this sequel to Love by the Tenth Date, which we'll just call Love by the Twelfth Ring. Well, what if it's Love what Love after the Tenth Day? There it and that's why you make the big bucks. Okay, that preposition work. <laughs> that preposition work, Queen. And so then I write myself in as the like as someone who works in the Chicago office uh-huh, and uh-huh. I kind of take Gabby and Nell into my world and I'm like, okay, girl, this is how we hang out. And they also help me find the right wigs for my face shape. Okay. Do you see what happens? Okay. There's a trade off there. I-, I would also like to write myself into this Chicago office just as someone who lived in Chicago and uh-huh. I, and I'm there just to be like, Oh, yeah. So we got to go and get some deep dish. And we got. Oh, yeah. Don't, I love the. I have season tickets to the Bears. Like I'm I'm like the girl from the suburbs. Who, and they're maybe you're the I, intern. You're yes, the intern. And maybe you're the I get intern. a makeover. Um, like okay, I'm looking like I'm just like, oh, God, I don't. All I wear is this Bears gear. And then they <laughs> give me like a, 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 you know, a sexy makeover. And then yeah. I and I find love in the city. That could be fun. That could be fun. I, I don't really see us centering a white woman in the, no, in the sequel. A, I don't see us centering. I'm like an F character. Okay. I'm like very <laughs> low on the totem pole, but I mm-hmm. bop around and give, you know, some Schaumburg realness. That's a okay. Chicago suburb. That's so funny because, you know, Schomburg is also the name of a very prominent African-American research center and library in <laughs> Harlem. Okay, well, the Schomburg Center. Okay, I will for be research in black culture. Schomburg, Illinois, realness, not <laughs> not Schomburg, black research center, realness. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm loving. I love this talk of a sequel. I think we have a lot of plans, which is like why it's so good. Considering again, I want this. I want this kind of Nell Freddie focused moment. I am so glad that we get to talk. Uh, Kelly Stewart, honey, the actress who plays Nell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Megan! We are here with the one, the only, Kelly Stewart, the fabulous actor who played Nell in Love by the Tenth Date. Welcome, Kelly. We are so excited to be talking to you about this wonderful motion picture. Hi. Kelly, you looking good, girl. Yeah, you look looking so good in choir, girl. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being with us. We loved this movie. Yes. First of all, yes. it was so fun. It felt really nice to like 
get to watch friends out in the world. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because we haven't been able to do that in so long. No. I yeah. know. And no, it also inspired me to try to work on my roots, handle my scandal, okay, in the head region. I needed that. I, I needed that push, you. honey. So that was oh, beautiful. Good, good. Um, <laughs> but we also like Nell, you play Nell, Gabby's bestie, and you're like our favorite character like from oh. the jump. And also just felt like you're, you had the juiciest storyline. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of the most, like we were like, this is progressive. And like, this is like yeah. happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what I felt <laughs> when I read it. I was like, ooh, okay. So we're jumping the fence and coming back over, you know? And I really thought that it was so brave of Nzinga and the whole team and Lifetime to kind of really introduce something that a lot of people go through, but we don't really see, mm-hmm, we don't mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. Um, discuss. And I felt like I really wanted to jump into that. I love the whole thing. Now, what is your dating philosophy? You know, obviously this movie is all about how the 10th date is magic. This is what everything <laughs> changes. Do you have a dating philosophy? Are there rules you live by? Go to therapy. That's my first dating philosophy. <laughs> yes, sis. Yes. Okay. Get your okay, ass yes, in check. That's my first dating yes. philosophy. Yes. And then, yes. you know, yes. I do date. I have a wonderful time um, dating and meeting different people. And I think that the older I get and the more experienced I get, the more I know to trust my first mind and trust my gut Because I think Mm -hmm. that sometimes Mm -hmm. we know from the onset whether something is meant for us or not. And when it's not, sometimes we want it so bad because we're lonely, we're bored, we want distraction. And so we choose the experience anyway. And then you fast forward three years and the Mm -hmm. reason it didn't work out is because of the thing that you knew very early on. So now in my dating life, I trust my first mind and I take the pressure Mm -hmm. off of myself to need to know the answer why my gut is saying what it's saying. We're so lucky as women to have that gut instinct. Men don't have, like, <laughs> I remember, I remember like watching an Oprah episode with my mom when I was like 14 and it was, she was just like, listen to that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great advice. But it's, we are like biologically set up to know when something is good or bad. And men are just, oh, well, I, I, yeah, they have no idea. I will agree with you a little bit. But I don't know if that's all the way true, except a little bit more in this generation. And the reason I say that is my dad knew right away. My parents have been married 53 years. And he asked my mom out on their first date in college. She said no. She lied, said she had something else to do. (laughs) And so he asked another girl out and went to pick that girl up in the dorm. And that happened to be my mom's dorm. And so she was like in the rec room, curling her hair, hanging out with friends. So she had (laughs) lied to my father and he walked by her and he said, oh, I thought you had a date. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to fix you. I'm going to marry you. And he said that to her the (gasps) very first day that he asked her out on a date. But that also feels very generational to me. Like there's something about like 60 years ago when a man was like, honey, I got to get my job at the factory, get my life together, buy a house, have two kids by three. (laughs) Exactly. Because 
They were like raised to have, you know, the the family qualities and wanting to get married. And, you know, we don't necessarily have that now. The structure of dating has changed. People text you now. Like if a man texts Mm -hmm. me too long, I'm like, (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm all the way grown. If you can't call me, I have a problem. I mean, my father, I remember he took my mom out when they finally went out on a date and, um, he picked her up and took her, <laughs> this was fun, took her out on a date and then they wound <laughs> up at a party. And my mom, being the feisty woman that she is, she <laughs> found her friends and really didn't like my dad too much and just kind of dissed him. <laughs> she dissed him and left the party <laughs> with her friends. And so, wow. okay. I, exactly, wow. like rude. And mm-hmm. then, um, <laughs> so my father's looking for her and she's gone. Everyone says, well, Anne is gone. Anne is gone. And you know what my father did? And he was still like in college age. He went to her house, knocked on the door to make sure she got home okay. Oh, and oh my gosh. I know, right? My mom's dad answered the door and he said, she's not here. And he said, you brought her out of this house, so you better bring her back in. Oh. So my father had to go around town. And this was before cell phones. Exactly. Before you could drop a pin. You know, and go around town and find my mother because he brought her out of the house. He had to bring her back home and he found her and he brought her back home. And that's the courtship that I come from. Now, that doesn't mean I necessarily Uh need somebody to be going around town (laughs) because I ain't my mama. I ain't leaving you if you take me out on a date. But I will say I will say that I think there's something about um courtship that we that we miss out on mm-hmm. that we've, we've lost. lost i think yes. there's something about yes. the butterflies in the stomach that that happen yes. when somebody brings you flowers or when you put a little extra effort mm-hmm. in and so i've always been like you know what i can do that too as a woman if i like a guy and we've been on the phone a while and he takes me out and he said he likes chocolate chip cookies I might just put a couple of chocolate chip cookies in my purse and bake a little thing and wrap it up. You know, do something cute. Because what you put out in the universe is what's going to come back to you, you know? (sighs) Okay, wow. So I need to get the number of your therapist first, okay? What I took away from this is I need that number. We're in the same game, but we're our own player. We just got to play it differently. We can't fall into the trappings of everybody else because (laughs) like attracts like. So... However you want to be treated, put that out in the world. It's going to come back eventually. The right person will show up. I believe that. Naomi and I are both married. We just, <laughs> we love the advice you're giving. Right. And I'm like, now I want to, now I, I guess I need to be nice. To <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for talking to us. You are the best. Thank you guys for having me. So nice meeting you. Thank you. Okay, Megan, that was it. That was what I needed. My soul needed every second of that. A dream. A dream. I love her. And so great. She was Nell. Like she's like, she's your girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She has the same charm that Nell has. Exactly. You know, she's like, um, she's a star. She's a bright light. She's truly wonderful. Um, now it's time to just like Let's take it down. Let's think about what we've learned. Yeah. I mean, because first of all, Kel Kel just taught us go to therapy. So that's a takeaway. That's yeah. a takeaway for the culture. But is there mm-hmm. anything else you got out of Love by the 10th Date? Anything else you learned? Black people are better. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm so glad you said it naturally and I didn't have to coach you. No, 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 no. I've been sa- I came out of the womb saying that. <laughs> I'm white. 
no, I'm kidding. Um, and gosh, LA is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I, it really, like the thing is, I don't know if I necessarily learned anything, but it made me really miss and appreciate my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny because my thing though, I felt like my ta- main takeaway is like, if a man offers to drive you anywhere, they love you. Okay, like that's just oh, a fact. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like Gabby, yeah. honey. Honey, this is Los Angeles. We're going to take an hour to go a mile. If he is offering (laughs) to drive you to work every morning, that person loves you and you need to just accept that immediately. (laughs) Okay, we have gone on a journey. We have learned about love and I cannot wait for next week because you guys, next week, next week's episode is about a movie that you can watch on Saturday, March 20th at 8 p.m. on Lifetime. Okay, yes, the actual channel. You can watch this live, okay? You will be on our same page. Okay, if you don't have cable, it will be available to watch online the day after. But you better get on it because we will be talking about it on the pod. The movie is Ruby, and it's the first in the latest V.C. Andrews series that Lifetime is giving to the world. All right, you know V.C. Andrews, honey. Flowers in the attic. Oh, VC okay. will take you on a journey. And this, this new series, Ruby, the movie series follows Ruby Landry, who after being raised in the Louisiana Bayou, hello, by her loving grandmother, Catherine, played by Naomi Judd. <gasps> wow. You're on, you're on board, right? Are, I'm in. I know. Ruby becomes ensnared in a world of dark family secrets and betrayal. And she <sighs> discovers she is another family. Living in New Orleans. Honey, oh my gosh. Southern drama, extra yes. families, Naomi Judd. Are you in or are you in? I love New Orleans too. We can't go there physically right now, so yeah. I can't wait to be transported there through the television. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, Tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. With Chris Boniello as sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 